This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. If, as the Bible says, God is no respecter of persons, why do the prayers and petitions of some get answered and others not? This is what makes Faith Work is a powerful, intense eight-day study in which Pastor explains the system God has set up to assure your prayers will get answered. Because faith without works is dead, it addresses how to put action to your faith in speaking intimately about Abraham, the father of our faith. Each one of the eight lessons speaks directly as to how faith, action, hope, and patience can powerfully work in your life so that your prayers get answered through the lifestyle of faith Pastor so clearly outlines. Each and every session could dramatically change your life in providing the key to that lifestyle of getting whatever prayer your faith puts before God answered. Here's Pastor with today's truth on what will make your faith work. So, James chapter 2 verse 14 in this particular portion of scripture from 14 to 26 and we're going to read these verses James is addressing a real what I guess was a serious issue of that day and I know is a really serious issue of this day as well so let's read these verses and then we'll talk about it he says what does it profit my brethren if someone says he has faith but he does not have works can faith save him If a brother or a sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you don't give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that his faith was working together with his works? And by works, faith was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Likewise, would not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? Verse 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So simple message, very simple title. Faith demands or needs action. Faith needs action. So what is happening here is James is writing this general letter to the churches, to the church where he was. I don't know all the details about it, but nonetheless, uh, he's writing this letter and he feels uh, so, uh, I guess this, this was a problem of that day and he feels uh, that he's got to address this problem, of course, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And he writes these words and says, you know, just because you have faith doesn't mean that you have everything done. 
Faith has got to be accompanied by another partner, and it's called action. It's called works. At first reading, we would, we would say, well, is James saying that in order to be saved, we've got to have works? Well, Paul already cleared that up for us. We know in multiple places in the New Testament where Paul addressed it and said, you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not by works or of yourselves, but this is the gift of God, lest any man might boast about this salvation and say, it was my work or my good life that brought the salvation to me. So Paul has already cleared up the issue that salvation comes one way, and that's through faith in Jesus Christ. And this salvation is a free gift from God, as the faith is a free gift of God, this initiating faith. And this has absolutely nothing to do with us. So what is James talking about in this verse when he says, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? Well, I, I submit to you that James is talking about a whole different thing. He's not talking about your eternal salvation, but he's talking about your soul prospering. He's talking about your Christian character, conduct, the life that you live on this earth, whether you're going to be a producer in your life or you're just going to be a consumer. So what he's saying here, what does it profit my brethren? What profit? How does it add to your life? How does it increase your life, brethren? If someone says he has faith but does not have the action or the activity that goes with that faith, this is a problem. If you truly trust and believe God, then to obey God's word is going to be a simple task. You see, you can't think that you're just going to get along in life saying, well, I believe in God and that's it. I have faith in God and there is nothing else required of me as a believer. What God requires of you as a believer in this life, if you're going to prosper, if your soul is going to abound, if this life is going to be worth living, he says, you can't, you can't just say, I believe in God and that's it. He says, there has to be some activity or action or active zeal connected to that faith in order for that faith to be completed and to produce in your life. This is why there are a lot of believers that claim to have faith but have absolutely no, nothing to show for it. Their faith is not producing. And it's a simple reason why their faith is not producing because they haven't put action to the word that they have received. So thus, this is exactly what James is dealing with. People hear the word, know the word, can quote the word, can confess the word, can, can argue the word, but they don't live the word, they don't do the word, they don't put any action with the word, and thus their faith is dormant, dead, and inoperative and will not produce any results in their life. So he says, can this kind of faith really prosper your soul if you say and claim, I love God, I believe in God? Now, you're going to heaven. There's no doubt about it because we already sealed that up. The only one way to heaven, that's in believing and confessing on the Lord Jesus Christ. You've been saved by grace through faith, and this is not anything that you did. This is all what God did for you in your behalf. But now, the way you live life on this earth, whether you prosper on this earth, whether your life is meaningful on this earth, whether you abound and demonstrate the blessings of God on this earth now depend upon you. It depends upon your action or your activity with the word of God. 
So there are many believers that can go on saying, I believe in God, I believe in, in Jesus. This is exactly what James is trying to get at. Say, you can't just go around saying, you know, I believe in God, and there's no action or activity that backs up what you are proclaiming. And he's telling me, saying, this kind of faith is dead. It doesn't produce anything. There will be no results. You will see nothing come out of it because all you're doing is saying you have faith, but really what we come to learn is that it's the action that proves our faith. I can say I believe something. Let me give you a simple illustration. This chair, I can say I believe that this chair has the strength to hold me up when I sit on it. And I could stand here and look at that chair and say, I believe that that chair has the strength to hold me if I sit down in it. It's a whole nother thing to, to turn my little booty around and put my little butt on that seat and trust what I just said or what I just said I believed. There's a whole different idea or thought between believing and putting action behind what you believe. You see. And this is where a lot of believers really lose it and where we, where we miss it. And you see, faith has a partner and that partner is called action. If there is no action, faith is not completed and it will not produce anything in your life. This is what James is talking about because it is possible to walk through life saying, I have faith, I believe in God and see absolutely nothing producing or abounding or growing as far as your life on this earth is concerned. And that would be a shame because God set the system, God blessed us in this, in this earth that we would be producers, that we would be demonstrators of his goodness, but he needs our faith to turn not only to a knowing and a believing, but to action because it's the action that makes faith begin to work. So I said, what good is it what profit, what benefit, my brother, if someone says he has faith, but he does not have the action or the activity behind it, that kind of faith cannot prosper your soul, cannot cause you to abound or grow in the things of God. Then he goes and he gives an analogy. And he says, verse 15, he says, if a brother or a sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and be filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? In other words, you had good intentions, but there was no action behind your, behind your good intentions. And this is where a lot of believers live. We've got good intentions, but we don't put the action or the activity behind our good intentions. And James says, there is no profit in it. It will not profit. It will not produce. It will not grow anything because faith, listen, faith demands action. Did you hear what I said? Say it with me. Faith demands action. If there is no action or acting upon the word that you've heard, there will be no results and your faith will be dead. So he gives these good intentions, but ain't no action. You see your brother's in need and you didn't do anything about it. Pray a prayer for you and walk away. And he says, verse 17, he says, thus also, just like this little analogy, thus also faith by itself if it does not have works, action is dead. 
Can I read this to you out of the Amplified? Because I love the way the Amplified Bible says it. So also, faith, if it does not have works, deeds, and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power, inoperative, and dead. And I'll add my, my thing. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> That's just my little addition. Dead, dead, dead. So faith, if it doesn't have actions of obedience and deeds of obedience to back it up, is totally inoperative, unproductive, destitute of power, as the Amplified says, inoperative and dead. It will not produce anything. And this was a problem. And this is why James was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write to the churches and say, you can't just live your life saying, I believe in God, and that's fine. And think that your life in some way is going to abound and prosper in this, in this world. Saying, going to happen. Faith demands action because action is the proof of your faith. You know, people struggle with things like tithing and giving being generous and forgiving and loving and, and submitting and all the things that are Bible teachings. People have a hard time with this stuff. And the reason, it comes down to one thing. The, the reason why you have a hard time doing the word of God is because, yeah, you have faith. You believe in God. That faith got you saved. You're going to heaven. But the bottom line to it is that you're not trusting God in those areas of your life. You still have unbelief and doubt that God is going to do what he said in his word and it's the, it, it prevents you from putting the action with your faith and seeing your faith produce results in that particular area. The way you get results uh, you know, in your finances is that you do what the word says. If finances are a problem, now if you don't have a problem with finances, then go have a cup of coffee and come back in 15 minutes. Because <laughs> then I'm not talking to you. But if you're having problem in your finances, the answer is in the book. And you can stand here and say, I have faith that God's going to meet my needs. I have faith that God's going to meet my needs. I have faith. But your faith isn't proven, put into operation, activated, until you do what God's word says and you begin to tithe and give and be a generous person. The faith lies dormant, ineffective, inoperative, destitute of power, dead, dead, and dead. So sometimes people kind of bother me with that because they're telling me, well, I'm trusting God for this. But I know that there's no activity or action that corresponds with that faith to make that faith work because that's what the Bible says. You, listen, who do you think you are that you can bypass the word of God? Everybody else has to do it God's way to get the results, but you think you can jump over the word and do it some other way and God should just bless you because you're you. Or this should, you know, this should work just because you're you. Often, you know, when, when something is not operating, when, when my faith is not operating in an area of my life, then what I've got to do is look at my life and say, is there an area of action? Is there some action that I have not taken? Is there something that I should be doing or releasing in this particular situation of my life? Because I might believe, but am I acting in, in unity with, with what I say I believe? Does that make sense to everybody? If I believe God for healing, am I talking doubt and unbelief all the time? 
If I'm standing on the word for healing, am all I do talking about my sickness and my disease? Or am I talking about the healing that God has already provided in his word? Am I using the word? Am, am, am I sabotaging my faith? Because every time I, I, I bring up the issue of, of my healing, I start talking about my sickness in a negative way. Or this that, that's come upon my body in a negative way. Faith demands action in order to bring results in your life. If you, if you say you have faith and you don't have the corresponding action to that faith, faith is devoid of power and will not produce anything in your life. You're on your own. God still loves you. You still love him. But it's, it's not going to bring any help to this life in the way of prospering your soul, prospering your life in every sense of the word. You're not going to get your needs met. You're not going to get relationships healed. If you don't, you see, you say, I have faith in God, but you can't forgive people. You say, oh, I'm trusting God. No, no, you, you, you see, if, you, if you're trusting in God, then you've got to take that situation or that person or your feelings, whatever it is, and put it with God and stand on the word that I forgive everybody. I walk in forgiveness with everybody. Faith demands some sort of action in order to complete itself and to become productive and to produce in your life. Otherwise, your faith is totally dormant and will not produce a hill of beans. And people wonder, you know, how come, how come my faith isn't produced? Because usually it has to do with, with the act action. It has to do with the fact that they're not doing, there's instructions that God has given over that area that you are not putting into operation in your life, and therefore your faith remains dormant and cannot produce results in your life. I'll bet you, but I'm, I'm a results-oriented individual. I want to see results. I want to see things happen. So I found that if I want results, then I'm going to have to do it God's way and not my way. This is why we need to be students of the word. And listen, don't just be a student. Because again, a lot of people I know know the word. They believe the word, but they don't do or act on the knowledge that they had received or have received. And therefore, their faith never matures. Their faith never develops. Their, ne their faith never produces any results because although they know the word, they do not act upon that word, you see. And as a result, you have stagnate or stagnant faith. It just doesn't go anywhere. So he goes on to say, he gives that example, and he says, thus also faith, trust, by itself, if it does not have action or activity, is dead. He goes on to verse 18, he says, but some of you will say, you have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You know, I don't know, there's many, translate, many things that you could say about this verse, but I look at it this way, I say, if I'm living what I'm believing, and I'm practicing what I'm believing in my life, I don't have to talk about my faith. People are going to see my faith in action because I live it. I don't just talk it. I demonstrate it by the activity of my life. And, and it, it, it hits every area of life. Your, your finances, your, your relationships, your marriage, every area of your life. Faith can produce something in every area of life, in every arena of life. Faith has the power 
to produce if you will give it the corresponding action that it needs to produce in your life. Does that make sense? You do what God's word says. You stand in faith. You put the action by doing it. Faith comes alive. What good is it if I use this example, the other services, very simple. I have, a, I have a stack of firewood, which I want to see produce fire. And I have matches. But I, until I take the matches and put it to the firewood and strike the match and get combustion and get some results out of this firewood, as long as they stay apart, all I have is a stack of wood and a pile of matches. And that's exactly how sometimes our faith is. We say we have faith, but we're not putting the action behind it or with it, and it's just like that stack of wood. It, you got a stack of wood, but you can't produce anything out of it. Nothing's coming out of it. Because the wood needs the match in order to combust and make fire and, and bring results and produce something. Just like your faith needs action to combust and cause your faith to start to produce something in your life. Faith without action is absolutely dead, devoid of power, destitute, dead, dead, dead. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, like I said before, the most frustrating thing as a pastor is to preach the word and, and stay on the word and keep giving the word and just see people stagnate and even worse than that, go backwards. Why? And I'll tell you, there's only one reason why. It's because they know the word or they hear the word they know the word, they can quote the word, they can teach the word, they believe the word, they've got all of that going. There's only one problem. They don't do the word. They don't live the word. And it's the living of the word, it's the doing of the word that causes all of this faith to become operative and powerful and productive in your life. And this is what James was dealing with. Because he saw maybe a lethargy in the church. He probably saw in, in the church of that day and of that age that people were just going around like, we don't have to do anything. We're saved. We're going to heaven. Just bless, bless me, my wife, my two kids, us four, and no more. <laughs> we're going to heaven. That's it. We don't have to do anything. We don't. And their faith, he says, your faith is unproductive. Your faith is not going to produce. There's no power in that kind of believing. It's the action. It's the action that you put with what you believe. And the action proves what you believe. If you say you believe God is provider, then the action is tither, giver. If you believe that God has forgiven you, then the action is forgive others. And, and you, can, you can stick anything in there all the way down the line. If you believe God is the one who raises you up and builds you up, submission is the action. Am I speaking to anybody here this morning? Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC PO Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.